Okay, week four, Suicidal Sunday podcast. We have two very special guests tonight. Uh, former commissioner, two-time champion, uh, podcast veteran, Mr. Clayton Richardson. Clayton, what's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening, Suicidal Sunday? No <laughs> sound effects tonight? No, no nothing? I'm not going to have a trick up sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh also for the very first time making his podcast debut um last last week's first place holder this week i think uh you fell all the way down to second mr chester bullard what's going on bud man thanks for having me i uh it felt good while it lasted <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, let's get right into it. Uh, we were normally at this point, we take a look back at last week's podcast picks and, and things like that. Um, however, there are no picks to review because I'm a dumbass. Uh, school uh, work got busy, school is going on, and, and I just didn't get the podcast done last week. So we have nothing to review from last week. Um, so let's talk about what is happening right now in the league, what's happened in the few, past few days. I want to start with, we've had two trades in the league this week, and I want to get y'all's opinion to figure out who won the trade. So the first trade was between Chris and Sean. They are working together down in South Texas right now. I would imagine there's just all kinds of trade um, you know, communication going on between the two of them, similar to the old 3259 days where we all were just trading with each other because we would be sitting around drunk on a Friday and Saturday night together. Um, so I, I can't, I'm not surprised that they made a trade, but Chris traded Justin Jefferson and Eli Mitchell for Michael Pittman, Chris Carson, and Derwin James. Chester, who do you think won the trade? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Sean. He, uh, I think he's in scramble mode uh, and just trying. He, I don't think he's too confident in his team. I know he's sitting in six days, <laughs> but the but the his points, you know, just kind of looking at it and just where he's at. You know, I think you it, it you're going to see more more than this. He won he won this side of it, and then the uh, 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 the other. What's going to happen is uh, they're going to go in and you'll see at least two to three more trades from him this season. <clears throat> Clayton, what do you think? Yeah, you know, Sean picking up Justin Jefferson, uh, that, that you know, he went off, you know. So, so I, got, I got to go with that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much in alignment. Chris Carson, you know, though, uh, uh, he he consistently scores a touchdown. It seems every every game. So you know I'm honestly not going to call who got the better end of that one because the Chris Carson Justin Jefferson kind of balance each other out in my opinion. Even though Jefferson had a monster game, Chris Carson seems to seems to put at least one in the end zone uh, pretty consistently. So uh, you know boomer bust with Jefferson versus consistency with Carson. Uh, the other ones are kind of a scratch so I, all in all I'd call it a, a pretty even trade well I mean 
he's leaning on Pollard right now too. So Elijah Mitchell was a was a pickup for him. He's taking a gamble, not healthy, but um, you know they they're splitting a lot of the the run there in, in San. Francisco. Oh yeah, I think that he's definitely gonna be the guy that uh, is gonna is gonna show through. Trey Sermon, I mean, he's he's great, but I mean you can still see where he's he's got some growing to do. Yeah, I'd I'd think once again. I just for me, it's just we'll, we'll see. It's too early in the season uh, for me to really tell. I, it looks pretty pretty uh, just to me. That's so a boring answer. That's the truth. So, so Jessica's rubbing off on you. I I, uh, I guess I'm more way than <laughs> one uh, by saying you're not going to pick things because you know that I'll was her pick. thing. <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll pick. I'll, I'll, I'll pick. I was waiting for you to push me a little bit. I, I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards Sean got the better end of that deal. Okay. Um, I personally, I look at who's who's the best player in the trade, which I believe is Justin Jefferson. But I think you could make an argument for Chris Carson. Um, I, I think it's a pretty good trade. In the end. <sighs> In the end, I like Chris's side better because of Chris Carson and Derwin James. I don't know that Michael Pittman's worth much. As someone who has the quarterback and running back for the Colts offense, they are fucking terrible. And so um, it's rough, you know, trying to root for Michael Pittman every week. But Chris Carson and Derwin James could both be really good. And I'm not sure Elijah Mitchell is going to play every single game because the 49ers have like six guys that could start even though they're all hurt right now, you just yeah. never know. Um, you just, you don't know. Yeah. So the next trade just went down the other night, uh, Nick trading Ryan Tannehill and Latavius Murray for Sam Darnold. Clayton, who do you think won this trade? Who, uh, you know, honestly, uh, I'm going to go probably with uh, uh, gonna, th this is one I, another one I looked at. I was more focused on the parts of your uh, itinerary here, so you'll have to excuse me but because uh, I have some notes. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to lead on Hannah for this one. Uh, you know, uh, because Sam Darnold is putting some numbers up. Ron Tannehill, great quarterback, consistent, but uh, they can just lean so much on Derrick Henry that they need to pass really when it comes down to it. Uh, so I, you know, I've got to give a slight edge to Hannah on this one. Chester, what do you think here? Is Hannah better off taking Tannehill over Darnold, who's been a bit of a surprise this year? He has definitely been a surprise. He's, he's been extremely consistent, too, in his first three, great, three games, which we all felt was a um, was something that could be there. You know, everybody has talked about now um, for a while that if he uh, got into a different program that he would do a lot better. Uh, he's got he's got good weapons around him. Um, I, I, I feel like given what he's doing and then adding that to what Nick already has, that Nick got the better end of that deal. Hmm. I, uh, and plus, 
I'm gonna, you know, the, here's my Nick sucks deal. So that way we can put that in. <laughs> oh, man. slide it in early. I was good. I got he goes, in, he, goes, he goes in and throws this. He throws this trade. I mean, immediately after I reject <laughs> the one where he Dak Prescott, and I'm like, Are you, you're smoking crack. <laughs> I, wow. I Wow. Like he, he, yeah. Like he, he tried to package four players to come in uh, to uh, take Ryan Tannehill. So obviously he was dealing Ryan Tannehill. He was trying to, he, he's doing exactly what he was trying to do, and that's to uh, uh, go in and, and uh, stack his team up. And so he was going to go out and, and, and throw pretty much whatever he needed to at, the, at uh, anybody that was willing to make a trade. And so he's obviously got a, uh, he's got a really um, uh, long-term plan here on what he's trying to do with his, uh, with his team. Yeah, I agree. I, I, when I looked at this, I, I immediately thought, okay, what does, what does Nick know about Tannehill that the rest of us don't? Because when she told me this, I was surprised I immediately think, okay, Tannehill's the best player in this deal. But then I looked at Donald's numbers and he's been amazing. Now, one thing I will say is, you know, AJ Brown, uh, Tannehill's number one wide receiver was hurt last week. We don't know what he's going to be like moving forward, but he still has Julio Jones. Um, I'll tell you that I had Tannehill a couple of years ago because I drafted um, Marcus Mariota. And Tannehill was his backup. Ever since Tannehill took over for Mariota, he's been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league. Dude just gets 25 points every week. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to get you 50, but he's going to get you 20 to 25. He may not have done that every week this season. And you're right. They do lean on Derrick Henry a ton. Um, But I was really surprised by this because I think Hannah was selling Sam Darnold high. I really do. I, I we've seen Sam Darnold in the past and he hasn't been great. Granted, he's on a better team. So I'll be interested to see, but I think Hannah won that one. Um, I think she did pretty well walking, walking away with Ryan Tannehill. And now she has Josh Allen and, and Tannehill and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And that's pretty, pretty important. I, I look at it as, I mean, if you look at the Panthers and you look at what they were doing there, I mean, you have a, a quarterback that essentially got booted out of town because you know, he went down real quick. I mean, they've always had a great offense and they needed the right guy in there that can do the right thing. Cam Newton beat himself up because he ran so much. The lanes are there. Darnold gets two rushing touchdowns this last week. And the reason he gets those is because the lanes are there. He knows when to run. He doesn't, he's smart. They, you got to remember, they had a former MVP on their team. And so the, the offense is there and the tools are there. They just, they didn't have the right guy leading the team. Now they do. And everybody knew that Sam Donald was a way better quarterback than where he was at, you know, being in that, that Jets program. And now look at him. I mean, he's showing it immediately. Yeah. And when you have Christian McCaffrey and everybody's worried about stopping him, yeah. you can throw the ball down the field to other people. Now he's not throwing it to fucking Robbie Anderson, who's on my team and had like one catch for three yards last week, but he's obviously throwing the ball around. Everybody's going to respect that guy. And so if you're, if you're running a leg and, and trying to look like you're going to hand it off, the next thing you know, you're just running an option in. I mean, Donald was not known for his wheels and man, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So, so on that note, so and you'll have to excuse me because, uh, you know, I had technical difficulties there at the start. So everybody didn't know that. 
on uh, reading uh, and pulling up the agenda. Uh, so I kind of read that backwards when I did it. Uh, so, uh, you know, basically, uh, I'm, I'm sticking with, with, with my answer there. Uh, you know, I, I got to go with Sam Darnold. I mean, he's throwing out some numbers, and uh, Christian McCaffrey's hurt uh, a lot. And, uh, you know, Eric Henry's just like, I, so it, I think it hurts Tannehill. So if that adds a little clarity there, because now my agenda is pulling up and everything's starting to, I'm starting to see everything. So <clears throat> I'm back in the game. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how those two move forward because we obviously thought Tannehill was a much better starter at the beginning of the year with him being drafted, you know, in the top 10 or whatever it was and Darnold going in like the fourth round. So it's yeah. interesting that three weeks later they're, they're swapped for each other basically. So moving on talking about two rookie quarterbacks. So Clayton, Who's worse, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. This is easy. Fuck. So, Lawrence, I mean, you know, I, this is a silly question. So, I know, you know, obviously we'll see Trevor Lawrence play a good game and not probably versus his old college rival. But uh, ultimately, I think he'll get in a rhythm. Maybe not this year. And it might translate to no fantasy numbers this year. But ultimately, Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback, uh, period. And that's, that's, a, that's an easy one to me. Chester, what do you think? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Who's worse? Justin Fields. <laughs> You've got a guy that leans on his, you know, on his legs. You know, he tries to run and 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 try to make plays, and he's just he's just not there yet. You know, he doesn't have that. Um, doesn't have that experience. I mean, the game is so much quicker. Um, I mean, if you know anything about Justin Fields, too, he's he's an extremely arrogant player. So he knows that he's that he's a gifted athlete, and I feel like he tries to force things in that he, that he could do in college that he's not able to do now. And I mean, you're, he's also on a program that uh, uh, you know put him in the spotlight immediately, and is going to make him uh, uh, look like he's the, the franchise player. Player. So I mean, I, I think the only reason he's in there right now is to just gain this experience, get knocked around and then uh, get used to the speed of the game. Um, Trevor Lawrence has so many weapons around him that, um, I, I, man, if, if ETM would have gone down, I think it would be – we wouldn't even be having this discussion right now because it would be completely different. You'd have a, you'd have a running back back there that would be taking a lot of pressure off of him as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an easy one. Yeah. Well, John, what do you think there, buddy? He's still be on my team and not not out. This Man, season. I might actually start Justin Fields this week. I don't know because it's either Justin Fields or Carson Wentz, but it's not it's not a great option. Uh, he has looked terrible. I will say I, everybody got super excited his first preseason game because he was just lighting it up and he was like, "Man, it's not bad. The NFL is not hard. I got this." Like you said, he's kind of cocky. Um, he was playing against like third stringers. You know, when he goes out there against the number one defense, he is getting smoked. He got sacked, what, nine times? Now, that might be their offensive line, but, I mean, that has something to do with him. If he gets sacked nine times, that's that's a problem. He also has the uh, he has the um, the play of the year so far where he got smoked 
uh, by the, uh, what was it, the, the, the linebacker come in or defensive end come in untouched and just smoked him. Yeah, he got hit hard, real hard. So I'm interested to see. I, I, when watching Trevor Lawrence, he's made a bunch of mistakes, but they're like fixable mistakes. Like he threw a pick six that he should not have thrown. And I think he kind of learns that. I don't like the fact that every time you watch Trevor Lawrence, anytime you have a high draft pick quarterback who's like that prototypical quarterback, they always say, well, Peyton Manning threw a ton of interceptions his first six games. And, you know, Tom Brady didn't get it, blah, 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 blah. Like, don't compare him to those guys. But, I mean, they're right. You know, Trevor Lawrence, we can't write him off uh, right now. Uh, I think long-term Trevor Lawrence is better. I'll be interested to see if Justin Fields can be a good fantasy quarterback. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, for now I'm stuck with him. Maybe I can trade him to Joel. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Okay, so um, next I wanted to – I was clicking around in the league the other day, and most of the time I do all of my fantasy stuff on my phone. Everything's on my phone. I'm laying in bed or whatever, middle of the night, I'm looking at stuff. I was actually on the my computer looking at it, and when you go to the standings page, you can actually sort the standings by current standings, and then they have current projections – draft day projections, and then power rankings. Now, I promise you, I've never seen this before, like literally two or three days ago. Um, have y'all clicked on this? And, no, and looked at this I'm at all? on it right now. We're, we're, so you go to the stand, we're, are you on it as well? So uh, when you get to the league page, you go to league, yeah. Yeah. and then you, the matchups are at the top. You scroll down to where it says standings. And on the right side of standings, you sort the little, it says current standings. If you hover over that, you can click on current projections. And See, so still, you're under, you're on the, I'm on the, the thing and it's got a league, my team, matchup players, research, draft, and stat tracker. Which category is this under? I'm going to share, <clears throat> I, I don't know which one I'm sharing. I've been looking for it. I've been honestly, that's why I was headed on your first two trade things because I was looking for this fucking magical button that you described. <laughs> um, so, right, I'm right here where it says league, my team, all at the top. Yeah. When you scroll past the matchups, and I know no, everyone on the podcast can't see this right now, but uh, the, you see standings. And um, normally it's current standings and it shows who's in first place. Um, Chester currently in second place, Clayton currently in fourth place. I'm currently in fifth place. Um, the league, by the way, everybody has won a game except for Joel. Um, it's actually, there's a lot of parody in the league right now. I'm very impressed. But when you see current standings, you can click on current projections. Yeah. And the okay. reason I brought this up is, it was really interesting for me to see what Yahoo thinks. Now we all know Yahoo's kind of crazy, but Yahoo thinks that chip will go 12 and two. The interesting one is Yahoo thinks that Hannah is going to go 10 and one the rest of the season. They have her projected to finish 11 and three, and she's currently one and two. Um, then they have me at 10 and four, Nick at eight and six, Chris at seven and seven, so on and so forth, all the way down. I'm sorry to say, Chester, 
I don't know if you've seen this and you can see it because I'm sharing my screen right now. I can see it right now. But currently wow. Yahoo has John's 14th ranking projected to finish 14th for the season. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much to you would, anybody would take into this because I think this is all bullshit. And when you try to project something out that far, it's ridiculous because my team could look completely different next week than it does this week. Um, just like we said, the difference between Ryan Tannehill and Sam Darnold in the first three weeks of the season, you know, everybody's team changes so much. I don't take any stock in this. I just found it interesting to look at the current projections. The draft day projections actually had Hannah going 13 and one. So we see how um, she's already lost two. So that's obviously not that accurate. I just wanted to point that out. Um, does does this matter to y'all, or, or do, do you see anything in here that's interesting? I do. I, so I'll I'll start off. So uh, for those that couldn't see that, you know, it had it had Chip as number one. I did uh, predict on my little power rankings there before or after draft day. I told Jess that I had Chip's team winning it, uh, or as, as the team to 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 be. Uh, now we all know, obviously, uh, injuries and everything can fuck it up. But I did have him him ranked one. Now, I don't, I don't obviously just you know disagree with you know the fact that Chester is all the way at the bottom. I think his team is nowhere near there. Uh, expect you know it's got him projected four games. Uh, so he's already uh, won two. Yeah, exactly. Never know. Believe me, we're gonna. Never know what can happen in the middle of the season that screws you. Yeah, I agree with that number one though. I do think Chip has, and I do think since draft day, I think Chip's had the best team, uh, just in my opinion. So, but that doesn't mean he's going to win. We all know that. So yeah, that's the only thing I find interesting. Chester, does this matter to you at all? Well, I mean, if you look at it. All it's doing is it's just ranking it by the points. I mean, I mean they're going in, and uh, the only one that I'm seeing that, that that jumps off that's not really on the points is the uh, mediocre. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Brady out I mean, of his you know? seven, eight, nine comfort zone down here in twelve, uh, scoring twenty two hundred points, but finishing in in twelfth place. We all know that that can happen one year. Now, granted, everyone's going to score 2,000 points this year because we have an extra game. Most years, it's only three or four teams score 2,000 points. Um, and one year, we had like two or three 2,000-point teams not make the playoffs. And the teams that made the playoffs scored 1,800. So going off the points is not 100% accurate. We know that. Um, I just thought this was – this was interesting. I, I don't, I don't think it means anything, but I didn't know if anyone else had ever seen it or ever done anything with it. So I thought I would, uh, I'd point it out. Pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> moving on, we have a couple of quick shots before we get to picking the matchups. Uh, we're going to do buy or sell. Are you buying the following statement is true or do you think it is false? <laughs> Clayton. We're going to start with you. <laughs> okay. Buy or sell, Tom Brady will throw eight touchdowns against the Patriots this weekend. <laughs> you got to go sell on that one. I mean, eight's, eight's ridiculous. Uh, 
you know, I honestly think he'll throw four uh, touchdowns. I, I think that uh, it was shown how the, you know, can be beat by just getting to Brady. You know, Belichick will dial something up, but he doesn't have enough talent to beat Brady. The, the Bucks will get a win. Uh, but you know, I, I can't, I can't, the guy's not going to get eight. He'll, he'll, I got him, I got him going at four, uh, with a, with a win, uh, maybe a little, uh, tighter than we think because Belichick's going to have something schemed up on defense, but he just doesn't have enough to win it. But so definitely sell, uh, four, four touchdowns, 4.5 max, 4.5 Chester buyer sell eight touchdowns. I sell that he will he will throw four touchdowns. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I I mean definitely I think that's totally realistic. Um, you know you say that. Go ahead. Just come in and just like there, but they aren't. You can even Rob Gronkowski is looking like Rob Gronkowski of old. And then the and then you're going in and, and I mean just think about this. The offensive coordinators, everybody know exactly what this means, and they're going to go in and they're going to light it up. The um, the Patriots are in practically in a rebuild mode. There's no way that they're going to be able to to contain this. I mean, look at the shootout between the Cowboys. Today. I mean, you you saw high powered offenses going back and forth. You know what the Buccaneers can do, and they're going to come in there. And not to embarrass the Patriots or do anything whatsoever, but it's there's going to be a ton of Pats fans that are going to appreciate the ass whooping that, that they're going to put on. Now, Belichick has seen multiple Super Bowls where he knows that if you can just get to Tom Brady, he's going to lose. So maybe he can dial up some blitzes that will get to Brady, but then Brady might just burn him on those blitzes as well. Yeah, just dump it right off to the tight end. Yeah, yeah, him and Gronk. It's going to be rough, rough for uh, Patriots fans. So um, next, Chester, we'll start with you. Patrick Mahomes will not finish in the top five of fantasy QBs this year by yourself. I sell that. I think the worst deal come in five. He is currently the Chiefs are one and two, and he's getting points, but he's not the number <clears throat> quarterback. They're going to turn it. They'll, they'll flip it around. I mean, they're they're way too high powered of an offense to um, to go in and and uh, not be able to score the points that, that he needs. The uh, I mean, if you look at their games, there's only a couple tweaks here and there, and then and it's it's completely different. And so the um, He's way too talented. I, I, I say worst case scenario, he'll be number five out of five. Clayton, what do you think? You know, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, this is going to be closer than you know what Chester said. He could lean towards that fifth uh, spot. I mean, you know, obviously he can move. They've got weapons. I know they're going to turn it around. The record, obviously. We know that, that, that the Chiefs are going to be a contender. However, <clears throat> you said top five, and, I mean, you got Murray, Brady, Derek Carr, 
uh, Dak, uh, Herbert, and Josh Allen, but man, he could be sixth. So, you know what? I'm going to go just for fun's sake and say I'm going to buy it. He might finish sixth. Those those guys you mentioned, you know, Murray and Dak and those guys are are going nuts. <laughs> and even though it's it's a it's amazing to watch Patrick Mahomes throw the ball. It's so much fun to watch him play. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't in the top five. I I think I will. I think in the end I have to sell it because he's just too talented. But it wouldn't surprise me if he was if he was in the top five. If he was not in the top five. So um, Chester alluded to it a little bit earlier, but uh, Clayton, buy or sell, Rob Gronkowski really is an elite tight end still. Yes. So we might have – you froze up there. Say say it one more time. Momento. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that's a – he got in, absolutely. And and because it's it's not the athletic ability that it once was, even though he's not been uh, typically your juke and your fake and, and all that, he's just catch the ball and score a touchdown. Chemistry with Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, so that makes him really – he's still, uh, you know, I'd love to have the guy. <clears throat> Chester, trade me, please. So. <laughs> so, Chester, you drafted Gronk pretty high, and I ragged you for that, and that was one of the reasons why I, I ranked your team really low, but he's really making me look like a dumbass. Um, is he still, I say elite, like Travis Kelsey's in his own world, but then top two or three after that? He's still an elite tight end. Um Last year, he obviously was a complete tight end. He came in and he needed to get his legs under him. You know, you got to remember, he was put on a couch and then Brady calls and said, hey, come play. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Let's go. And get and goes in and does that. And he's had an entire offseason, everything to get back in shape. Um, he takes a, uh, a hell of a shot last week and goes in and, um, goes in and you know, really doesn't do much the rest of the game. But – Negative x-rays, everything's great. I mean, I think that uh, uh, their biggest thing, what they're, what they're trying to do is longevity this season. He is, he is going to be a – he'll be a top-ranked tight end the rest of the season because they're going to use him exactly the way that they need to. Kind of remember that those two – I mean, it's essentially like Jordan and Pippen. I mean, they can, they can read off each other so well. They know exactly what to do, and – I mean, they're they're the elder statesmen. They're going to go in and they're going to they're going to know how to just each other, um, uh, just will each other to to do well. And so it's a um, it's going to be actually pretty awesome to see you know throughout the season. I mean, they are they are an elite duo. I have to say, I just I didn't think he had it in him still, and I didn't think he would get the ball very much with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, but dude has been unbelievable. So um, I, I, I agree. So uh, a couple more, this next one, I don't know if you guys have heard it in different places, but uh, in Twitter and, and different like fantasy football podcasts, people talk about how we should get rid of kickers 
in fantasy football. The kickers are kind of pointless. Now, we all know Clayton takes a kicker pretty high every year. I've taken Justin Tucker higher than anyone the past couple of years. Um, but Chester, buy or sell, the Justin Tucker kick on Sunday is the reason why we should, we should keep kickers in fantasy football. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy that because of the way that it's stated on here, but we're playing fantasy fucking football. <laughs> it's a football team. You're a fantasy manager. How can you have a football team without a kicker? Damn. Like, I mean, whoever's crying about that shit is the one who lost because of that kid. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what you're supposed to have. And the, um, uh, you, we have some that'll go off and score 15, 20 points. And then you got the guys that will score one or two. I mean, it's part of what you have on your team. I mean, it just, you have to go in and be strategic about that position just as much as any other position that you have. Our, our league is set up as a true football league. And that's offense, special teams, and defense. So you got to keep the kicker. Clayton, you've had a quite a history with fantasy and kickers. What do you think? Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, the way it's stated, uh, just because that was an amazing kick that should have never happened, by the way, just because of that play <laughs> game, it should have happened yeah. before that. But still an amazing kick. Yeah, we got to have kickers because of kickers. I think that there is some strategy to it. For example, you know, uh, for, for me, a mistake was getting suck up, uh, you know, thanking – uh, you know, high-scoring offense. Well, when you throw five touchdowns a game, on the, you know, when Brady threw that, for an example, you get five points, and that's it. There are no, there are no field goals. So, I mean, you got to think about that. You, you can't really look at, uh, you know. So there is some, there is some strategy still to it. Whether it's two to two to five points, you know, there's there's strategy in it. And obviously, it's fantasy football, so you have to have a kicker. So, uh, yeah, we, you know. The way you worded it is weird, but kickers are necessary in the league, yes. I'll tell you, I would hate to have a fantasy league where as soon as fourth down comes and the field goal team comes on, you you go get a drink or step out or change the channel because uh, it's exciting. I, I don't know if y'all watched that kick live, if you're watching Red Zone or, or yes. you know whatever was going on, but that was exciting as hell uh, when it went through. It was It was pretty cool to see. The last one, Chester, we're going to start with you. Um, it is, <laughs> it is, uh, John is a fucking moron who doesn't know how to pick teams and his power rankings were absolute bullshit. Buy or sell? Well, after you showing me the, uh, uh, the so called hidden uh, uh, projections that you found, I mean, I felt like you just went through that immediately. And just and just copy and pasted that to your, uh, to your <laughs> rankings. Um, like I mean, that's the easy way out. You request for time, and you're like, "Hey guys, I found this." By the way, I think I think you did find it. You're like, "Shit, this is easy for me to do my rankings." You know, what yeah, do it for me. Um, I think from now on, um, I think you need to do a better job of, of researching um, the uh, the what is. I mean, you got to look at. I mean, my team. I'm not going to say I, would, I should be up there at the very top, but come on. I mean, I should have at least been in the uh, uh, probably right along the middle, maybe bottom middle 
in the uh, uh, you know in the in the Brady Range, you know where he likes to float around. But I mean, but anyway, I mean, you, you look at it, like the, I thought I did a, actually a pretty damn good job of of picking up who I needed. Now, obviously, ETN going down screwed me, but um, the, uh, I I really thought that I. Um, uh, did a great job of just kind of researching and going and, and, and doing things that I thought was going to be great to uh, at least get me to the playoffs. I mean, I wasn't trying to say, oh, man, I picked a great team that I'm going to win, but I thought that I did a pretty good job of uh, researching and, and, and uh, you know, picking up players and some rookies that I thought were going to do really well and, you know, mixing in the veterans that I thought would have a solid season. I mean, the main reason behind Gronkowski was just like what I said before. The reason I went with Gronkowski is I felt that he had an entire year to get ready for this season, whereas he was a little rushed the, on the last one. And then now he knows the offense pretty well, and he, you know, he's in the group. That, that was one of the main reasons picking up a veteran like that. And I think that the way you looked at it was going after the names instead of, a, a, you know, a talent. Clayton, what did you think about your ranking? Uh, you know, I agree with it. Uh, I, I, you know, the only thing that I disagree with, you know, I don't think it's uh, you're a moron at all because of your system. Uh, but I would, uh, and this is this is uh, kind of translating what Chester said. You know, I, I I believe what you do is right. QBs and you know, defensive players. You got six to eight people uh, on defense in the, in the league that are consistently can hover you around, you know, 10 to, to 12 points. And that's really it. And then tight ends and, eh, uh, you know, you won. And then defense, we know, doesn't have that much. And so I think you're right ranking the running backs, uh, quarterbacks, and wide receivers. But I think you throw another category in there and it disregards all the, uh, you know, the uh, – uh, those defensive players still, but it also puts in puts maybe an X factor that you should use yeah. uh, an X factor ranking. And that's, you know, for example, using just Dak or, or Zeke, I'm sorry, uh, Dak and Zeke, hell, both of them. Go ahead and use both of them. Um, you know, coming off the, the injury and coming off prior disappointments, what if they do what they're doing now? Obviously, Going against Philadelphia, and uh, but you know they look good against Tampa Bay, and then, and they look solid, and a lot of other examples. But I think maybe you should throw an X factor in there, which obviously would be the most argued fucking thing and create more controversy. But I think you should look at that what if uh, factor on a few things and throw that in there. But no, besides that, you know, every time I look at your rankings, like uh, you know, it makes sense to me. Uh, I get it. So uh, I think you're you're pretty solid, but I think you. You maybe add a sub a fourth category in there with the X factor where you look at the potential of what if. Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, on Chester's team, where I went wrong was I didn't think Daniel Jones would go over twenty points twice this season, let alone twice in his first three weeks. Um, I probably didn't account for how much he could rush, and and I just honestly thought he was just terrible. Um, and I also didn't account for the fact that Jamar Chase is going to look like the rookie of the year. Uh, he's just been unbelievably outstanding. He already has two catches tonight and the game is, well, the game started a little bit ago. Um, so, you know, and like I said, Gronk, I, I just didn't think Gronk was, 
was going to be what he is. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I used to have other, I used to rank other with that would encompass defense kicker, you know, all of that. But I'll be honest, that's when I used to spend six hours on, on the power rankings. And I just, I didn't have kids back then. So, uh, so yeah, but it's fun. And I, I do agree that Chester's team name now, it might be the best team name in the history of the league. So, especially as he sat atop the standings last week. So let's move on to week four matchups. Um, as we look at these matchups, you know, uh, we know that picking these can be difficult because of the projections. The Yahoo projections can kind of blind you sometimes and send you towards what you think might be better. Shit, James Robinson always already has a touchdown. Damn it. Um, and so we're going to start with my matchup versus Brady. Originally, I was projected to win, but now less than a quarter into the game, uh, Brady already has a rushing touchdown from James Robinson. So codename Duchess versus mediocre Chester. Who do you think is going to win? Honestly, man, I'm going to have to go with Brady because you ranked me 14th. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like, look at the amount of points he's put up. Team solid. I mean, like you said, you know, he's already they already have a touchdown tonight. You're, he's he's gonna he's gonna put up solid points too. I mean, it's a um, uh, he, he. Hey, remember what you just saw on the uh, on the Yahoo projections as well? He was he was one of the top scoring teams in the league for the season. He just kept losing. I, uh, unless your team comes out just firing and, you know, you put up uh, uh, 185 plus points, I just, I don't see you doing it against Will Brady this year or this, uh, this week. Clayton, what do you think? Uh, honestly, I had uh, Brady picked for one, uh, a couple reasons. Um, if you look at the quarterback matchups, I, I think that, uh, you know, He's got you there, uh, but Cooper Cup's an animal. We know that he cannot be stopped, even when defenses are keying up on him, you know. Uh, but uh, with uh, Higgins being possibly out, I think Tyler Boyd is going to go off. And uh, I, I had him because also uh, you're both, mainly two, both your running backs are both questionable. Uh, and I know they're probably going to play, but, you know, I don't know. It's similar to me last uh, week and, and 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 I'll be fair to you when it gets to that time. You'll see I'm consistent on this, but I had him by a little bit because just you got two great running backs, but they're they're banged up a little bit. And uh, you know, Kyler Murray uh, coming out angry. Uh, you know, I just see that uh, he he's got you by a little bit on this one, uh, especially if uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, just scoops up all those targets. Higgins can't perform. They think he's out, if I'm not mistaken. He's ruled out. So, sorry, buddy, but I got Brady on this one. So, I'm actually going to pick Brady as well. Um, <laughs> when you look at it, so on, on paper, honestly, it looks like I should win. I, I'm projected to get 
16 more points, but I think a lot of those projections are inflated with Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin cook. Like you said, they're both questionable. Even if they both play, they're obviously both hurt. So they probably not getting full performance out of both of them. Justin Fields against the lions should be great, but man, he has looked just downright terrible. Um, and Robbie Anderson didn't catch anything last week and he plays the, the Cowboys. Now, Kyler Murray against the Rams should, you know, get shut down, but he hasn't shown that anybody can stop him this year. And um, Mac Jones might be throwing the ball constantly because Tom Brady's, you know, throwing eight touchdowns. So, uh, you know, I think in the end, his team is going to win this week because my guys are hurt and fields is is just questionable period to start and um and i just think kyler murray's amazing so i'm gonna agree with you on that one and not pick myself which is a terrible feeling (laughs) up next we have big dick players versus the bukaki bandits clayton is your wife gonna win this week uh, well, I didn't even look at this matchup. It's the only one I didn't look at. Jessica's winning. Yep, that's it. That's, all I that's say. it. No. Jessica's winning. Done. She's already got Joe Mixon with .77. It's in the books. Well, you know, it's it's. I didn't even look at this one. I can't bet against the uh, the the wide. And uh, you know, I'm sure Clint will put a great team. I didn't even honestly look at it because I've just got to say Jessica because that's my <laughs> duty. I uh, didn't look at it though, so I'm pretty sure. She was projected to win, but uh, I didn't even dive into it because, uh, yeah, uh, because Jessica, uh, America. Jester, what do you what do you think? <laughs> oh man, this, this one was this is a tough one um, because I never like any Washington quarterback ever, um, but they are playing Atlanta, and so I mean he should definitely put up numbers. And then, um, oh, I you know what I'm I'm gonna go with Jessica. I, I think that she's gonna I think she's gonna get it. Uh, I think that the Henneke uh, 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 has a has a good game. Obviously playing Atlanta, and then Russell Wilson and Lockett. I think that they I think they definitely uh, that stack against San Francisco is gonna gonna be uh, uh, pretty good. I think that. Uh, just the way Russell Wilson is surgical and what he does and going into that defense, I think he's going to do, I think they're going to definitely put on the rush, but he's, but those two right there by themselves could easily stack 40 points. I'll tell you, um, Lamar Jackson is questionable. I don't know that that means anything because Lamar Jackson's kind of a freak and he can do whatever he wants. Um, But if he is somewhat questionable or not playing at a hundred percent, then Clint's team could, could be in trouble. He does have uh, Chuba Hubbard this week. Who's taken over from McCaffrey. Uh, we'll see how, what he can do against the Cowboys, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with Jessica as well because Russell Wilson is, is awesome. Um, Tyler Lockett's still hurt. I don't know how much he'll play or, you know, if he'll be limited, but Nick Chubb has been outstanding all season and um and you know i think her team has kind of underperformed and so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with jessica um the next one we have the shithawks versus this is the year 2.0 
Chester, <laughs> is Clayton going to win this week? <laughs> oh, man. Um, we, we, I mean, is Brady going to put up 70 points? I mean, that's the thing. Um, I mean, shit, he's projected for almost 32 points. I mean, it's a uh, – I, I honestly, I feel like he puts up 40 points. I really do. And um, I mean, and look at how Derek Carr's played. Now he is, now he is going into a, a, a much more difficult defense, but man, God, that guy, he's played well this year. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with Clayton. I just think he's got a, 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 uh, I think he had, even though the projections are showing what they're showing, I just think that you have to look at the Brady going into New England factor there. A, you you really do. It's it's going to be a uh, uh, it's going to be a big one. Be able to bloodbath. Clayton, are you going to win this week? <laughs> you know, I'd love to say I I am but I don't feel confident and and one of the uh, you know, I I know that my quarterbacks are going to go off. Uh, however, I have to give – I don't think the projections are right at all. Obviously, those are, those are uh, fucking weird. Uh, but uh, I, I have to give a slight edge to Hannah because of uh, my running backs. Uh, I have two. Uh, one that I'm not sure is going to play through that pain. Once again, I had to start uh, some weird shit last week because both of them were hurt. Now one of them is going to play. And – so and then one of them's possibly still hurt. You know the Patriots don't don't disclose shit. So I you know I don't know what the fuck's going on with either one of them. You know can that be overdone by what Carr and 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 Brady throw up video game numbers? Yes, but the reason I have to give it to Hannah is because it's so close. But what the deciding factor was was that she's got Allen versus Houston and Tannehill versus the Jets. So I think that will mitigate the points that my quarterbacks will score. And I think that she'll take this game down by a little bit. So uh, I agree with you looking at Josh Allen and Tannehill playing weak teams, but for that exact same reason, uh, that could be one reason that she doesn't win because the bills could be up 35 to three at halftime. Um, you know, against the Texans and Josh Allen might not do anything. And same with Tannehill, they could be blowing out the jets and then they're just handing the ball off the whole rest of the game. Now mm-hmm. I will say this Tyreek Hill has scored less than five points the last two weeks. That means this week he's going to score 45. <laughs> so I totally expect that. Um, but I asked, you know, jokingly will Brady throw eight touchdowns because it wouldn't surprise me if he threw six, you know, I really do think that Brady goes nuts this week and it'll be interesting to see how he does it. Clayton has two top five quarterbacks right now with Brady and Derek Carr. And so I think in the end, Clayton is going to take this one. I appreciate that. And and I, I might add that I did actually look at Jessica's team and I, it wasn't just a blind look. Obviously I, I, I want to throw this in before we move on that her running back situation uh, is what would give me the edge over Clint. So I did want to throw in some actual factual stuff since you did. 
<laughs> All right. So <laughs> next up, we have the two original team names going all the way back to 2009 get some versus the mighty meerkats uh these projections look to be pretty close patrick has 3.75 points from joe burrow going into the second quarter of this game um let's see here clayton is your brother going to pull it off this week uh, um you know this was one of the closest ones on my sheet uh, just because Josh Jacobs with the, with the questionable tag, I would have gave it to Patrick by thread if he was healthy. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Sean uh, by thread. Once again, I think once again, you lose if, if Josh Jacob plays, uh, you know, all the, all the downs, but I, I got to, with those two questionable, Kittle's questionable too. <clears throat> I got to go, Sean, just because Stafford uh, has been playing amazing. Uh, Jefferson has another good week. Uh, Woods has pretty much been uh, – Cup's been taking all – everything there. You can't rule him out, but uh, I, I got to give a slight edge to Sean just a little bit because of uh, Patrick's uh, running back being questionable. Um, so Sean by a, a, a hair. Chester, what do you think? And that's what it <laughs> Sean by the one hair that's the, on his head or what? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> what it's projected to. Damn, it's not even a point difference, is it? Huh. I just looked at that. Huh. All right. So Chester, what do you think? I think that the, uh, uh, the one that could be in there that's the X factor that that decides this could be could be Pollard for the Cowboys. He's been sneaky good this year and um, they have not shied away from giving him the ball in the red zone and he always seems to be the guy that's you know going in and um, uh, vulturing uh, you know touchdowns. Um, I guess it really depends on. Um, I guess it depends on which uh, Matt Ryan shows up. To be honest, uh, you know, um, we 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 get to cheat a little bit because we see that Joe Barrow's you know shit in the bed right now. But I mean, he could easily get two touchdowns in garbage time when he throws it to Jamar Chase. So, so um, are you going on record gonna, saying that the Jags are going to blow out the Bengals? I don't think the Jags are going to blow out the Bengals. The um, let's see, yeah, I'm giving it to Sean. I, I, I'm going to give it to him just barely. I think he pulls it out. Of, I think it's you know, it's one of those that'll come down to where they're watching the the last uh, few players trying to squeak out the, the the last few points, defensive player, whatever it is, kicker. So I'm actually going to go with Patrick on this one. Um, John's running backs are, are just, they basically just want somebody to get injured. He's, he's got Pollard and Sony Michelle and uh, Madison and Elijah Mitchell. And, and so, you know, he's basically, if, if one or two injuries happen, he's got the best running backs in the league, but 
you know, Pollard right now, I, he could put up 15 points. He really could. Like you said, they're giving him the ball in the red zone, but he also could do little to nothing if Zeke runs the way he did last week. And so yeah. um, I just think it, you talked about which Matt Ryan shows up. The Matt Ryan of 2021 doesn't do much. And he's got Ryan, Pitts, and Ridley. And if those guys don't play well against um, against Washington with Chase Young running after him, you know, then he's got three guys that could shit the bed right away. And so uh, I think I'm going to give this one to Patrick in the end. Um, the next matchup, we have Dare Lick My Balls versus the Golden God. Chester, how's Nick going to do against Chip this week? I think that's why Nick was going crazy trying to make whatever trade he could. <laughs> like, let's just go all in here and freaking, you know, right in the beginning of the season. Um, I think Chip's team's just too strong. I think that it's uh, it's going to be a uh, – I think it's just overwhelming. I mean, I think the projection's right on that one. Um, um, the Chip could easily go over 200 points this, this week. The uh, – the only thing I can see is, I mean, Philadelphia is, you know, they've got a good, good pass defense. Uh, you know, they could go in and they could, they could hold some of the guys down, but I mean, uh, the, what they're, what they're not great at is uh, as we saw that they got exposed during the Cowboys is being able to dump it off underneath. I mean, they just they do not do a good job of, of stopping the guys and crossing or, or dumping off underneath and, or uh, guys getting on the flats, screen passes like that. As far as like the go-to's, that you know your your top receivers, they good guys that are going to cover them, but the um, I think Mahomes goes in and, and puts he's too he's too versatile. Um, I think that Nick was Nick knows that his team has got some weaknesses, so he's really reaching trying to trying to catch a spark there uh, with the Darnold trade. The uh, um, yeah, I, I like uh, I like Chip. Chip's going to be very difficult this this entire season. Clayton, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's Chip, and uh, you know it, his team is good. Is in my opinion the best, uh, even with three questionable tags on on every one of his wide receivers. I just think Mahomes comes out angry as fuck and throws up forty five points. Also, think that golf playing Chicago. I think that that coach for Detroit is going to turn that team around. It doesn't show with that record, but. They also shouldn't have fucking lost that game. And uh, I think that golf's going to go out there and throw way more than 18 points up. Uh, and then Derrick Henry, you know, he it just, it's, it's too, it's too much. You got Kirk Cousins playing fucking Cleveland uh, and you got Darnold playing Dallas and if Dallas defense, you know, they're getting some people back, but fuck last week. I know it was Philadelphia, but uh, they were just fucking brutal. And uh, I just don't think that, Sam Darnold, uh, you know, even if he gets his projected amount of points, it just chips teams just too much. Yep. I think it's a win by 15 to 20 points. Yeah, Lions coach Dan Campbell from uh, Glen Rose, Texas. He is uh, – he's pretty outstanding. Um, dude looks like he can still play. He's fucking jacked. Uh, he's a wild man, too, the way he talks. Yeah. So, I, I – 
I'm with you. Chip's team is just amazing. Um, you know, looking at this, trying to poke holes in it is difficult. DK Metcalf is listed as questionable, but he's going to be fine. Um, if Tyler Lockett doesn't play, that means DK Metcalf it might score even more. And even if Tyler Lockett plays a limited amount, but uh, I just Chip's team is is amazing this week. Derrick Henry against the Jets. I, I don't know if he'll play the whole game, but he could go for 200 yards and three touchdowns any week. So, yeah, I, I think that's a – this is an easy one. Uh, sorry, Nick. Chip's going to take this one. Uh, we have two more. Two more. Nick sucks. <laughs> Nick sucks. That's the – yeah, the, we should just change the name of the podcast to Nick Sucks since it comes up so often. Uh, the, the second to last matchup, we have John's 14th ranking versus team Ramrod Clayton. How's Chester going to do this week? Well, I, you know, this one was another, a tough one, man. I mean, it was right down to it. Uh, really close. And and I think the projections are, are pretty accurate. But once again, uh, by thread, again, I got to give it to Chester just because uh, Aaron Rodgers always scares me. And Devontae Adams always, you know, that matchup's dangerous. And I think they will score that. I think Rodgers will probably score 30 and and Adams will score 15. But uh, I think that overall, uh, you know, Aaron Jones – if he gets passing touchdowns, it would be, you know, a, a wash. So that hurts Clint. Uh, you know, obviously he can run it, but at the same time, uh, if he gets a passing touchdown, that doesn't help Clint any. Uh, so I got to give it to uh, to Chester here by a little bit. Chester, are you going to win this week? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Close the book. Man, Prescott and Cooper, they connect. Uh, Cooper didn't have the best uh, uh, game last week. You know, was coming off of uh, his bruised ribs. He's got another week uh, where he's not uh, uh, dealing with that. He's been able to uh, heal up a little bit. The uh, I know Jamar Chase is going to end up uh, with two touchdowns in this game. We've already we've already predicted that. So uh, before this game's over, he he will. Uh, he will have them uh, because, I mean, they're down now uh, 14-0. Jacksonville's winning, so they're about to start chunking that rock. Um, Prescott definitely goes in and he carves them up pretty good. The uh, Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones will probably have one of his better rushing games um, of the year. And, you know, like you were saying before, I mean, he's one of the top rushing quarterbacks in the in the league right now. And uh, nobody was nobody – was, uh, looking at him for those, uh, for his wheels, but he's, uh, he's got a lot of guys that are, that are hurt. And so the, uh, uh, I think there'll be a lot of, of uh, him dumping it off and going in and, and uh, uh, rushing the ball quite a bit. And, you know, which will just, just add those points up. Um, like I said, man, Gronkowski, four touchdowns. You got to remember he's going to go in big. So you got to have that X factor in there all the time. So you are the only person on this podcast to pick yourself to win because Clayton and I selflessly chose the other team. 
I don't give a fuck. I was picking <laughs> I'm picking myself every time, man. I don't care. <laughs> so I am actually going to agree with y'all. Um, uh, I'm going to take Chester in this one because like you said, I Gronk going back to new England, he's going to do something. Um, and I agree with you on Jamar chase and, and, and Daniel Jones. Um, I, you know, I was really down on Zeke and Barkley after the first week or two, but they both turned it around last week and we're both looking pretty good for Muirhead, but Jacoby Brissett, I mean, Jacoby Brissett was, was surprising and it's a, a revenge game for him going back to the Colts, but um, Chester Rogers, Chester uh, was, was an interesting pickup at wide receiver because if AJ Brown doesn't play, he could be in for some, some good, you know, a good game against the jets. So in the end, uh, along with Zach Moss against the Texans, cause the Texans are God awful. Uh, I think I'm going to take Chester as well. So the last matchup we have is Joel the bears versus Michael. Am I gay? Which is Chris. Chris is projected to win by over 20 points. Chester, what do you think is going to happen here? Well, since I played Chris last week and, you know, so see what he can do. I think that, uh, uh, I think he definitely pulls this one out. I, I, um, I, I don't think that Winston, you know, has a great game. I think he has a decent game. I mean, it is the Giants. You never know what's going to happen there, but I mean, you just, you can't trust him too much. And then, yeah, but, uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, he probably has his best game of the season. And then, um, um, the, um, matchup that uh i think is going to be the the best is it's always a shootout whenever pittsburgh and green bay play the uh um that old arm uh roethlisberger i think you know he's still got it he's got some good weapons around him but i think the projections are right i just don't uh i just don't see uh I just don't. I just don't see them uh, going in and, and being able to overcome what what Chris has. I mean, Herbert's just been killing it, and then he. Um, I mean, he just he's putting up video game numbers even whenever they're not uh, winning. But um, I mean, it's just. I, I just have to go with the projections on this one. Clayton, what do we think? Yeah, um, I had him at this the same thing. Uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, Herbert. Uh, you know, uh, it, Godwin playing, you know, New England, you know, he's going to score at least one touchdown. Yeah, he's in 12, 15-point range. Uh, it, Carson's always going to get a touchdown. It's just it's too much. Winston does those stupid passes. I mean, if Joel wins, it'll be by fucking luck. But Roethlisberger and the Steelers just look terrible. Uh, you know, I know – you know, the coaching there has always been great, and they'll probably won't look as bad, even though Cincinnati made him look like a bitch. Uh, just Winston and Roethlisberger I just can't be trusted. And uh, Chris has too many weapons. I, I don't know if it'll be that. Uh, I think both of them were low uh, points by little, but I think Chris wins. Uh, Chris wins as well. And somebody needs to. Uh, Buffalo's defense is going to score. <laughs> That's what we should look at. <laughs> Buffalo's yeah. defense against the Texans may be the best. The best start all week 
Um, they will probably not allow any points and will sack what's his name, Davis Mills, you know, nine times like Justin Fields got hit last week. <laughs> yeah, that was um, mix because they're going to, Houston's going to have to be throwing the ball crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. He's still going to pick six in that game. Yep. <laughs> so uh, somebody really needs to trade Joel a running back. He's starting Kyle Juszczyk this week. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, he lost McCaffrey for a, a couple of weeks, but, um, but Kareem Hunt's been surprisingly good. He's been, you know, really good, even though he's projected to get eight points. But in the end, I think I have to go with Chris as well. Trevor Lawrence has already thrown a touchdown. Um, we're not quite to halftime. And like you said, Justin Herbert's been really fun to watch. I, I don't know, but Roethlisberger, I thought maybe he would have his kind of swan song season going off and, and uh, you know, being really good his last season. And, man, he has been awful. He looks like a 39-year-old quarterback that's not named Tom Brady. So um, he's just – he's been pretty pretty rough. So I think in the end, I've, I've got to take Chris in this one. So this has been a pretty agreeable group here. There's only one, two picks in the whole week that we were different on. Um, Clayton picked Hannah, and I picked Patrick. Other than that, we agreed on all of them. That's kind of crazy. But um, so that's it. That's it for week four. Do you guys have anything else for the good of the group that everyone should know? I do. I do. I told you I was going to do some research and I did it. (laughs) With the, uh, with all the bullshit that everybody has given me over all these years, (laughs) talked about, you know, how, you know, just, oh, is he shitty, doesn't know how to pick teams, and, oh, he's, uh, um, now let's rank him 14th. Let's just rank him 14th because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I went back, I looked at all my, my teams from the beginning, and uh, five seasons that I was there, I had quarterback injuries quarterbacks that were out for a year so 50 percent of the time in this i have a quarterback that goes i've had that have a, a broken legs uh, uh i had that written down here <laughs> three, three times i've had broke um romo uh in his uh uh clavicle and rib injury i've had the uh, uh, I've had RG three, you know, breaking you know brittle as shit and breaking his stuff. I've had uh, Dak last year, obviously with what went on there. But I mean, after another where uh, uh, this has happened, the uh, um, I'm not week by or year by year, but man, I it was, it was ironic. And so that was that was why I kept the uh, the name IR. I was actually going to keep that entire season, especially after ETM went down. I was like, shit. But the uh, uh, but I decided to go in and uh, uh, change it because uh, an O to John there. 
And so far, so good. You know, if, as long as nobody else gets hurt, then I won't be like 2018 where I could be fits fucked. <laughs> so I looked at this. Um, I looked at this as well, and I I can't find the the research that I I did um, where I looked at how many times you had guys going down. I, and I've been looking for it since you started. I, I should have had it prepared and ready to go. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting to see. You did lose a lot of guys. You've, you've lost a lot of guys. You've had a lot of guys go down. And, and that sucks, you know. I mean, it sucks for everybody. Uh, but, and that's, that's one reason why, you know, it just, it hits you every single year. And, who knows? And when ETN went down, I kind of thought, yeah, it, it just fits the team name. So, you know, maybe this is your year to turn around. Uh, the one year, I think, if I'm remembering the research right, you had guys go down the year you finished in third place, too. So it'll be interesting to see what you can do. I think the talent that you have this year with Dak and Cooper and those guys, you know, they could carry your team if they continue to do what they're doing. So, so we'll just have to see. 2015, Colin Kaepernick went down, shoulder injury. I was able to pick up A.J. McCarron. Yes, I ended up third, but Big Ben was having a great year that year. Uh, you know, I made some trades. The uh, uh, I'm almost positive that Hannah and I traded that year, and then and she beat me uh, to go to the championship that year, I believe. But the uh, I just went and looked at quarterbacks. I found a lot more where I, you know, uh, running back issues or, or a, uh, or a, uh, you know, a, a main uh, receiver go down or something like that. But, but that's everybody, you know, we all, all deal with those, but it was just strictly quarterbacks when, you know, you go in, you draft and next thing you know, you're, you know, your freaking guy's got his legs snapped in half so which seems to happen to me more often than anybody else. Well, do you think, how do you think the, the team quarterback thing um, has affected that because, I mean, we've, you look, we've had guys go down right now and you just kind of wait and, and pick up their backup. Now, granted, you know, uh, Jessica will tell you Fitzpatrick is, is better than Heineke, but you know, does that change anything at all? Well, we didn't have, we didn't have the quarterback rule for a little while. You got to remember yep. that. So some of these are going to come time and then and then you know because you had the the sean and the and the clints of the world trade breaking the hell out of you uh you as soon as your guy goes down as soon as somebody farts on them and they they look like they've gone down they've already picked the back up and so the um um but i mean i look at it now it's there's there's no there's i mean you pick up these backups there's no good backups out there you know it's the only team that is going to have a, a decent backup is, is whoever ends up with like a with Cam Newton as their backup. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever yeah. signs Newton. Uh, I, I was pretty happy with whenever I took Justin Fields because he had Andy Dalton and I thought that that would be halfway decent. And it turns out Fields is the terrible one, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't know if the, QB rule changes things. It gives you a little easier time if somebody goes down. But still, if your top quarterback goes down, you, playing his backup, that's not a first-round pick value. So that that still sucks. 
Yes. Yes. That's, that's the thing. I mean, if you can package it up and try to make a, you know, a, a killer trade or something, you know, to somebody that has three quarterbacks or, or something like that and try to save your season, but you, you're never going to see anybody that uh, has a main, uh, one of their main quarterbacks go down, um, make it to the, uh, to the championship or even, you know, if they make it to the playoffs, they won't get past the, the first round. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, my takeaways in closing ceremony is that uh, Chester is mad and that uh, that is point A. Point B is that uh, Chester does not like Nick's team and uh, does not wish them any wins. And uh, once again, my third point being Chester is very mad and definitely does want to win. And uh, that's, that's what I have. I'm open to any trade anybody wants to send me. Nick, don't ever fucking trade like that again. <laughs> I will put a package together for Dak tonight. Um, you better believe Justin Fields will be in it. One year, man. Anybody's on the table. I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. The, the year that Clint traded his whole team for Drew Brees, it didn't work out great for him. So we've seen that happen before. Yeah. Quarterback so. will definitely help the league, I think. Honestly, uh, it's, it's a better league with it for sure because, uh, you know, I think we should have some after QB rule stats, you know, five years from now and see what that looks like because uh, it just wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't fair for the people that, that uh, just couldn't watch every single game. But, you know, it, it, it's not that they did anything bad. They, they were playing to win, and like, you can't blame anybody. I didn't play to win. I mean, I, it's, I would have done the same thing. So, you know, but you got to have two quarterbacks. At least if even if one's a backup, you got to have fucking two to compete. And when we didn't have anybody, you know, you're fucked. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, man. The, uh, the quarterback rule has just made me more comfortable because, like you said, I, I can't watch every game on Sunday and I can't you know, get every notification on my phone or, or listen to, to, you know, fantasy radio or something during the day, I find out somebody has been injured the next day or late that night or, or something like that. And I just don't have time to be able to pick those guys up. Sometimes it hits me at the right time and I can, uh, but not every time. And so, you know, it just makes me more comfortable that my quarterback's going to be okay. But, you know, I have big time running backs, Dalvin cook went down and I wasn't able to get his backup because I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't able to watch the game that day. I was off doing something else. So, you know, it happens and it's just part of the league. It's part of fantasy football, but I, I do like the quarterback rule. It's just part of it. And the rest of it is kind of free for all. I, I, I think our league is perfect the way it is. And, and I think we're, uh, we're doing, we're doing some good stuff. I, I get it out because I, I tell Jordan, I have to watch football. I have to participate in fantasy football because if I come in last place, the team or the league is going to. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good excuse, man. Um, well, I really, well, I've had red zone the past few years and I can't, it's, it just spoils me, man. Yeah. So. I told All right, her guys. She doesn't want Wu-Tang Dan or Chalupa Batman or. or <laughs> you better, you better let me participate and let me 
<laughs> I, I think uh, I definitely think the league should name name your child. Uh, that's that definitely definitely needs to happen, dude. Um, certificate that means every time that that child is around the league, it only goes by that name. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. I'll uh, I'll put together a, a form for a vote, and we can start uh, start you know collecting some names here pretty soon. We'll we'll get that out there. I think she'll love that. Yeah, Nick doesn't get the vote, though. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, guys. Well, thank you all for uh, for doing this. This was a lot of fun this week. And uh, good luck to your teams. And we will see everybody next time. Adios. Adios.